This is Town Square Sunday On Demand. And now, 1420 WBSM's Jim Phillips. Two big months are coming up at the Dartmouth Cultural Center on Elm Street. Here to give us a rundown is uh, Pauline Santos, who's the president of the Cultural Center, and the vice president uh, and uh, one of the founders, Enid Silva. Uh, Enid is a former member of the Dartmouth uh, Select Board and now uh, is uh, working with the Dartmouth Cultural Center. Uh, good to see you both. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for inviting Thank us. Thank you. Before we get to the schedule of events, I, I wanted to speak a little bit about the $160,000 grant you received from the Massachusetts Cultural Council. Uh, that's that's a lot of money. I mean, it usually, is. It seems like it usually they hand out five or $10,000 mm-hmm. grants. You get a lot of money there. <laughs> but uh, this money, of course, is going to be used to upgrade the building. Now, your building is one of the one of the oldest buildings in Dartmouth. It's the former Southworth Library, the first Southworth That's Library. That's right, 1889. Um, but this is also a matching grant, so you have to match that 160,000. Um, so, how are we doing with that, Pauline? Uh, we're doing okay. We uh, our, our grant person is out there, uh, you know, trying to get the monies. We went before the Community Preservation Committee. Uh, We're going to the Historical Committee. Uh, We're going to various different banks that, you know, sound like they're willing to help us out and private donations. So it's it's going. Okay. And Enid Silva, um, if you do raise the $300,000, $320,000, you'll be able to spend every bit of that money, won't you? I mean, the needs are there. Yes, because the building has to be secured so that we have a uh, air air conditioning system co- coming in in the future. Uh, uh, heating system is going to be replaced. So everything there now is, has to come up to a, a different level so that we can continue and that the building can survive. So it's an inside-outside job, but not too much on the outside because the outside has to be kept as a historic building, which we approve of highly. Uh, is the building uh, ADA uh, That's the other big that's, thing. Yeah, that's yeah. part of the grant money needs to go there. Okay. We're looking for a lift. All right, so there's some pretty big jobs there to uh, untap there. Yes. So uh, clearly, uh, your work's cut out for you. Raising money is never easy in any climate, especially when you, uh, you know, hundred raising 160000 that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money, uh, yes. But uh, good luck with it, and you are making some progress. You've yes, had some donations yes. of a serious nature. Yes. Okay. Um, the Dartmouth Cultural Center, located, of course, in one of the oldest buildings in town. We mentioned that, and uh, we wish you luck with that fundraising for sure. Um, if people want to make a donation, how can they do that? They can go on our website and go right there and do the donation. They can mail a donation. Um, stop by when the doors open. Yeah, stop by when the doors are open. Sure. All right. Um, on to some other things. You're generating a lot of interest with a series of environmental-related talks at the center. You have one coming up on July 13th. Is yes, that right? that's uh, Mark Garrett. He's the uh, environmental coordinator for the town of Dartmouth. He did do a... Uh, uh, talk last year, and he's coming back to talk again. He's talking, he has a little different um, 
way of talking about climate. It's called the Ongoing Discussion, Sea Level Rise and Coastal Resiliency. So it's quite interesting. Okay, and I had I saw one that was sold out, one, one of these environment-related talks. You got another one on the 27th? Uh, yes, oh. yes, we have another one on the 27th, and that's the Dartmouth Natural Resource Trust, DNRT. And we have two speakers, uh, Leah McFarland, who is the uh, land steward, and Linda Vanderveer, who is the land manager. So they'll be talking about how, the adaptation on DNRT's Ocean View Farm and how they're helping with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, these environmental talks seem to be pretty popular. They are. They uh, are. They're seems important. to me uh, you... you <laughs> Uh, you should probably schedule more of them that are important, I think, in, in, in Dartmouth. Dartmouth is a pretty uh, environmentally involved community, I would exactly. say. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, that's great. Um, what else is coming up? I know you've got an exhibit we want to talk about, but is there anything else you're working on? Well, we're July? working on our fall, late summer and fall schedules, uh, trying to get some more classes up. We have a, a, a local art teacher wants to do a, a week's children program, so uh, that's in the works. And we have um, weaving with uh, Lisa Elliott. She keeps coming back and she keeps getting students. We have abstract acrylics is running right now. And anything else, seen it? Not that on the top of my mind. But you never know at the cultural center. We do have someone who's interested in teaching ukulele and songwriting. So that will be uh, coming up. They'll all be on the website. Okay, let's let's give the website for sure, because that's where you you post all your information. Yes, yes. What is that? (laughs) I know. (laughs) DartmouthCulturalCenter.org. Thank you. Thank you very much, Jim. Because I visited that yesterday. (laughs) You're listening to Town Square Sunday. I'm Jim Phillips. My guest is Pauline Santos, the president of the Dartmouth Cultural Center, and also Enid Silva, who's the vice president and one of the founders of the Dartmouth Cultural Center uh, on Elm Street in Dartmouth. Um, uh, Pauline drops by every couple of months with a guest uh, to update us on programs at the Cultural Center. The big exhibit for July is the National Association of uh, Women Artists, which begins on July 14th at the uh, center. A reception will be held on the 15th. Uh, Enid, what can, you, what can you tell us about that? Well, we'll welcome one and all to come in on that evening and celebrate the exhibit. There'll be uh, some munchies, mm-hmm. as well as some interesting people and interesting uh, things on exhibit, and our conversation will be forthcoming. All right. Uh, Pauline, how do how do we make contact with this group and um, Jill Law, who is our gallery director, and she's also an artist. She has um, she's the one that found them, and they're a they're a national organization. Mm-hmm. But this group is from Massachusetts, and they're already starting to drop off their paintings. We had somebody from the Berkshires come by yesterday. So it's it's going up, and it's going to be wonderful. It is. Again, um, we want to give the hours because they're a little bit different at the Cultural Center. Tell us when you're open. Yeah. 
We're open on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday from 11 to 3. Or we can always make an appointment if somebody, you know, wants to come otherwise. The reception for this exhibit is on Saturday evening from 5 to 7. Is that the 15th? That's the 15th. Okay. So, um, have you you've seen some of this work then? Since they've already yes, it's starting to paintings. come in. Yes. What do you think? Well, I, I, I think it's a, a variety because it's not just it's not just one kind of painting, not like abstract. And this is a, a combination of many styles. All right, Enid, have you seen uh, any of this work? I saw some yesterday when we had our meeting, and I'm sure that there'll be more there this weekend. People are getting anxious to get their things to oh. us so that we can. Set them up. Sure. Um, and that will run till when, uh, Pauline? August 26th. Okay, so you've got a long, special. good month and plus yes. Of, uh, yes. of where that's going to be up. And then we have a couple of weeks to get ready for the wet paint. Well, I was going to get to that. That was my <laughs> next That was my next question here in terms of the event. Now, we don't, we're really talking uh, July and August today, but. Yes. You can't have folks in from the Dartmouth Cultural Center without the wet paint event, which <laughs> right. is coming up in September, uh, because you get a lot of people uh, getting involved with the center, and that's really what you want. You, yes, want, you want people yes. to be in and out of there, and, and that, that's how that happens. Um, do people have to register, uh, Enid, for the wet paint event? Yes, they do. We have to know who's coming and when, uh, where they're coming from, and... Once we know that, we set up a schedule. They come by in the morning to get their directions. Sure. They can go anywhere around the harbor or wherever they want to paint. Yeah. And the beauty of that is other people see them out there and wonder what is going on. And we love to make people curious. And uh, when the artist says, well, it's a wet paint event, you can see my work later at the, yes, yes. At the uh, Cultural Center and, yep. and a lot of other people and... Well, you know what? You've got a nice crowd there. We hope so, yes. All right. And if the weather holds out, it'll be even better. Because wet paint doesn't mean painting in the no, rain. No, we don't need rain <laughs> on wet paint, that's for sure. Uh, so give us the dates again for that wet paint uh, wet, weekend. Wet paint is September 23rd. And if it's raining, September 24th. Okay. And uh, we already have 20 artists that have signed up. So, you know, we started early and people are signing up in the good part of this is they register and uh, when the art is up uh, the proceeds if they sell their paintings goes to the artists so we're, we're promoting artists in yep. the area so local artists who let's face it, they do this for the love of art they love to make art mm -hmm. and probably know they're not going to get rich but if somebody buys their painting uh, that's a reward as well yes. uh, they're you know they're not going to Make it on the circuit, That's most right. likely, but they right. make a few bucks uh, out, you know, in your hometown. That's fine, or in the general area. That's that's really good. Uh, have you ever had? What, what's the biggest number of artists you've had in this event? I believe last year we had around forty. Okay, so, so we hope to go there. more than that this sure. year. All right, and um, now I know it. Your first year, you did an event right in the, the village, right in Paydarum Village. Is that yeah, I thought there was an event in Payne Village. Yes, really? Yes. yes, there was one on the dock. They yes. brought everything back to the uh, dock 
and then we had our uh, end of the wet paint event there. Now we do it in our building, and it's easier on us. Sure. And it's just as popular as it was outside because they've been out in the, outside in the weather all day long painting. I think they feel better coming into a building and you sit down and relax and see what happens to their painting. And uh, that's uh, that's the fun of it. Yes. And you're looking for artists. Um, uh, that, that's the wet paint situation. I know you're looking for artists who can do online or personal presentations. Right. Uh, or in-person presentations. Yes. Uh, this, I mean, I, you've been asking for a while. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the response, they're not running through the doors, but if you can get one or two, that, that just boosts Absolutely. your programming. Yes. Before COVID, we didn't really have to beg. People yeah. were willing to come. They get, we pay the artists for doing the class. Yeah. We advertise to get people. We ask them to bring people, if they can, to us. And we can fill our classes. Then COVID came, and the door shut for everybody, including us. Yeah. So we're back to crawling instead of walking, <laughs> but we're not giving up the ship. That's, no, no. Never, never, never. It's really uh, very important to keep yes. going because there's opportunities there. Uh, you've just got to find the right people to come in and do that. And uh, either online or in person, if you're interested, you can either call the Dartmouth Cultural Center or visit their website. Is that right? Yes. DartmouthCulturalCenter.org. Um, and again, as Enid has mentioned, the artists receive a stipend. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. They paid for their work. So uh, that's great. Um, anything else that we're missing, Pauline? Uh, let's see. I don't think so oh we do have um we will be having what we call um fiber arts and that's free and it's going to be starting in august i believe august 1st and it's uh in the evening from six to eight and it's for anyone that does any kind of uh, weaving sewing anything like that and they just want to get together with other people that are interested in in doing that kind of work. So it's just a, a fun evening for people. And uh, again, some of these classes, uh, there's a cost to it. Fiber art is free. It's free. And uh, like if you would plan to attend the wet paint uh, presentation uh, at the center in the late afternoon, uh, that's a free yes. as well. So uh, there's lots to do and see at the Dartmouth Cultural Center in July and August, and yes, in September as well. <laughs> And we'll keep you up to date on that. My guests have been Pauline Santos, president of the Dartmouth Cultural Center, and Enid Silva, uh, the vice president of the Cultural Center, one of the founders. Thank you both for coming in. And we'll see you in September. Okay. You're welcome. Thank you. That's it for Town Square Sunday. Thanks for listening. And thanks also to Mike Roberts and Tim Weisberg for their help in getting this program on the air and in our various social media sites. I'm Jim Phillips. Please join us next week for Town Square Sunday. Until then, have a great week and a wonderful Sunday.